Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Scottish Indie Podcast. Tonight I'm delighted to be welcoming along Maya Herley. Maya, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. Well, for those of you that haven't heard of Maya, I don't know where you've been at the age of 14. She's already topped iTunes country chart. She's graced the stage at King Tut's. Not bad for someone of the age of 14. How would you describe your, your sound, Maya? Well, I've I've kind of got a sort of country pop kind of sound and it's all kind of influenced from the sort of music that I've listened to since I was little. When I was little, I used to love country music. Like, that was my go-to if I ever wanted to listen to some music. So I think I've kind of bounced off of that and obviously you've got big inspirations in country and pop nowadays so it's it's been good to kind of have that sound because it is quite original and unique yeah it's certainly unique to to scottish artists as well isn't mm-hmm. it in, in terms of perhaps the the country scene in scotland is, is slightly lesser well known if you will yeah definitely it's it's like having everyone nowadays, it's mostly pop and rock and everything. So having, well, me personally, I've got a Scottish twang to my voice. So that's kind of, I think, what people like to hear out of Scottish artists, to still have that bit of Scottish in their voice. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, I mentioned topping the, the country charts the iTunes chart um, you must have been really kind of overwhelmed by the reaction to On My Way and I believe it was written about your experiences of the pandemic and, and your time in, well living in lockdown like the rest of us I suppose. Yeah I first wrote On My Way just at the start of the first lockdown when everything kind of hurt me and I just kind of realised there's really no hope that we're ever going to get out of this. So I did lose all confidence that I was ever going to get somewhere, mainly with my music. So I was I was actually thinking I'd just given it all up and I thought this isn't for me. But then I had a long talk with myself and I decided, no, that would be the complete wrong decision. So it was just me getting back on my feet and being on my way to where I want to be and the response to that being my debut single has been phenomenal. Everyone's been so supportive and for it to be number one in the UK country charts for 16 days I'm sure. That was amazing to be up there with some people that I call my inspirations. It's an amazing story and I know that from speaking to to many bands and artists uh, through the podcast that you're, you're not alone certainly there's so many people have had, had real doubts over the futures mm-hmm. in the industry because everything's been so uncertain and to a certain degree it is still a wee bit uncertain just now where we're still kind of waiting for the green light of, of live music to return mm-hmm. and life still kind of remains quite unsettled and uncertain I guess is there a is there a kind of coping mechanism that you use to to get through the pandemic? You obviously said that at the start you were a wee bit kind of down and maybe considered turning your back on your music, but 
obviously we're, we're now sitting 18 months on and, and you've achieved some great successes over that time. Yeah, well, for me, especially during lockdown and even before lock, uh, lockdown, my kind of way to cope with any sort of experience that I'm going through has been writing, whether it's just writing a story or writing a song, because you would never think it, but when you can actually write it all down, you can let everything out, and to actually be able to perform it, I've really realised that even though I've got my little story around it, other people can use their experiences and they can like relate to that. So it's been really interesting to see all of that because for me definitely that's that's the way I've been able to cope during lockdown has just been sitting down and writing a song and grabbing my guitar and putting some music to it. And it's amazing how people can relate to music and having people listen to your song and get in touch to say that it's helped them through a a bad stage, that must be a a really nice feeling. Yeah, especially with my way. I had a few people contact me saying, I can really relate to this. And to start with, I thought, that's just crazy because obviously it's, I've wrote that about my experience, but it's good to know that people, it's helped people cope with their experience, whether it's been a good experience or a sadly bad experience it's it's great to know that I've actually helped people get through it. Yeah, it really is and I think that there's been a lot of focus on perhaps elderly especially because it's been quite isolated uh, during times uh, recently but there's not been much made of or maybe less made of younger people and their struggles with mental health and the, the struggles with just being cut off from from friends and family for a prolonged period of time during this is 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 that something that you think that has maybe been overlooked they've not there's not maybe been enough attention paid to the younger generation during these difficult times yeah definitely it's it's been hard for obviously everyone but especially being a teenager and not being able to have that kind of social interaction that we would have with like all our friends and family it has been really hard and especially for like a musician it's it's been quite tough not being able to perform to an actual audience like you're always behind a screen performing so it's been good but it has been quite hard at times. How about balancing your music with your education as well that is it's obviously a, a, an extra challenge uh, mm-hmm. for you personally there and you've had some nice success and your music career really seems to be going in a very positive direction but you've still got to still got to balance things out and, and look towards the future I guess with a, a, a degree of caution I guess where you, mm-hmm. you don't want to get too carried away with your success you would I'm sure that your education is just as important just now. Yeah, it's it's been quite tough to like squeeze it all in because obviously I'm only in third year, so I'm going into fourth year, so I'll be starting my exams soon. So it's it's been quite hard to squeeze it all in, but I think I've managed quite well. And 
obviously, especially during lockdown, like without school, when it all started kind of easing, I took the decision just to just to not go out and not see my friends and everything because I'm a young carer for my little brother Brendan. So I was kind of in the house just to make sure that he was okay and he wouldn't catch anything. So it's it's still been quite a worry going to school after that because obviously there's still that bit of worry that I might catch something and bring it home to him. Um, so I'm always worried about that, but I think I've managed to balance it all out quite good. It's, it's amazing to hear because that's that's such responsibility along with the, the things that you're working towards exams and mm-hmm. topping the charts. You, you, you've squeezed <laughs> a lot into the last 18 months and you seem to be doing it with such a, a degree of composure and, and just humility. It's, it's amazing to hear. Mm-hmm. The, we talk about the experiences that you've had and topping the chart and looking down and seeing some of your favourite acts below you and the, the music chart. You've played some some big venues in Scotland. It seems like everything's moving, as I say, in the completely the right direction. It sounds like such an exciting journey for you. Yeah, it's been really it's been really exciting, especially to be in the charts alongside for me it's been Dolly Parton mainly it's it's just looking and seeing her not even just below me but in a chart with me it's it's been crazy to see because obviously it's Dolly Parton she's one of my biggest idols I love her music and gig wise it's it's great it's like looking like we're gonna have a good summer full of music so hopefully it still all goes ahead. Yeah, very much hope so. The, the scene out in North Lanarkshire just now, Connor Fife, another, I believe he hails from Motherwell, uh, enjoying great success as well. There, there must be something in the water there just now. Yeah, well, me and Connor are very good friends and he's also been a great support. And all through my music journey, Connor has kind of well obviously he's raised a massive success so I've looked up to him and I've thought that's that's amazing how can someone be able to do that so for me to be doing that as well it's been crazy to see and it's crazy that it's that actual reality. Does that bring a wee bit of confidence when you see someone that you know personally up there on the big stage doing the thing and does that give you that wee bit of confidence and that wee bit of motivation to to kick on and do the same yourself yeah definitely especially because obviously me and connor are around about the same age it's it's crazy to think that at such a young age we've been able to go out and put ourselves out there alongside some of the older acts that are amazing and you've continued to, to keep on releasing music in your next single, Your Fight, will raise funds for a cause that's really close to your heart. Could you tell me a wee bit more about that, please? Well, I first wrote Your Fight in 2019, I'm sure, when I was 13, for my cousin Mel, who 
was sadly diagnosed with leukemia in 2019. Um, just as a sign of like to give her some hope and to make her understand that we'll all be there for her if she ever needs support. But back then she was she was very positive and I, I honestly don't know how she's done it. She's such an inspiration, especially when you're going through something as hard as cancer to look up and think she's went through that with such a strong mindset it's it's so inspirational so she she didn't even need that sign of hope but I thought it would be good to just give her it and I decided to release it just a couple of months ago when I saw that she'd been in remission for a year which is amazing um so yeah uh, your fight will be released on the 18th of june and along with that i'll be doing a few fundraisers for the beats and cancer charity which all of the proceeds made from your fight will be getting donated to the beats in and i'll be doing on the 13th of june i'm doing off the beats and track which is a 10k walk that the beats and organize so i'll be doing that raising funds for them and then on the 28th of June, I'll be doing the Kilt Walk route with all money going to the Beatson. And the 26th of June, I'll be climbing up Ben Nevis alongside my dad and my manager, David Blair, um, who's doing it for his mum, who sadly got diagnosed with breast cancer. And me and my dad are doing it for my cousin Mel, even though she's in remission for a year. We still want to give support to Mel, obviously, and just the people that can't do what we are doing. Because especially for me, it's going to be a crazy physical and mental challenge because we've just obviously been in lockdown. We've not really been out doing much, like exercise or just really left the house. So... To be climbing up Ben Nevis, it's going to be a challenge, but I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's, it's honestly astounding to hear. It's, it's <laughs> such an amazing thing you're doing. And to be honest, I get quite tired going to the fridge just now. So uh, good luck to you with that. But that's, no, I will now more than happily share all the, the links in the, the description of the podcast so we can direct people to, to the right places. Firstly, to, to get hold of the single and also to, to make any donations that they wish to make towards your your amazing efforts. Yeah. Already we've brought up your successes so far and they've been vast for your for your young age. Have you set yourselves any kind of further targets or do you have any ambitions that of something you would love to achieve in the next couple of years or, or perhaps beyond that? Well, I've I've always wanted to release something for charity and raise money for charity. So to be doing that has got me past a ambition that I've always wanted to achieve. But for the upcoming future, just getting back to gigs, obviously, and probably releasing an album, which I'm currently writing. So I just need to get into the studio to record that. And just to be like an inspiration for upcoming artists that's that's something that i'd i'd really want to be and it must be 
it kind of nice to, to almost be that one of those breakthrough artists that's paving the way for for perhaps other country artists as well in Scotland, as we've already talked about, it's maybe a, a wee bit of a niche and, and maybe a wee bit. And I personally, I've got to confess to not knowing a, a great deal about the, the country music scene in Scotland, but to see the reaction to your music and the amount of support you've got, there's clearly a great mm. demand for it. So it'd, it'd be fantastic if people listen to your stuff and then go away and pick up the guitar and try and replicate that. Yeah. You mentioned uh, David John Blair, and you've had the backing of his 23 Music Management uh, stable. David obviously has enjoyed success in his own band, uh, Colonel Mustard and the Dijon Five, and he's a guy that has got such rich knowledge of, of Scottish music, doesn't he? How much of a, an influence has he been for you? David's been amazing since... Since we first talked to him, he just, he, he knows everything about just the Scottish music scene, especially. So to have someone like that by your side and to help you along the way has been really good, especially with gigs getting started back. We've been able to work together to like work towards getting some bigger gigs and releasing more and obviously David's help with all of that and especially with like the beats and fundraisers with David doing all of them it's great to have him by my side with also he's doing it for his mum so for him to have someone like what I have it's it's great to know that I'm not alone. It's also a very big advocate of pushing female artists and bands as well, which I think is something that can't be underestimated. There's, there's quite a, an issue with, you look at a lot of festival bills in, in Scotland, and the amount of brilliant female artists there are in Scotland is phenomenal. But the amount of them that make it onto a festival bill is, is questionable, and it's really kind of underrepresented, which seems so distinctly unfair but you even look at the 23 music management roster it's very very well balanced and I, I think that's a, a great thing having someone quite influential pushing and working hard for for all the female artists that he's got on his roster. Yeah especially in the Scottish music scene there's so much amazing female artists that just go by unseen and don't get noticed and they really should because they're all so talented and to not see them have that bit of success as much as other people do it it is quite annoying to see it but uh, I think especially with 23 Music Management they've been really good at having a good gender balance so we've got people like Becky Wallace who for one is a very good advocate of female empowerment and everything like that so to have her as a kind of like role model it's it's been really good. Yeah it's, 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 it's great to see and I completely understand why 
you would say it's it's annoying to look at because mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a real frustration in, in terms of there's no kind of there's no reason for it because if it was to be a if it was to be an issue that was based on talent, then it would be very close to a 50-50 balance as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. because there, there's so many. But to to hear stories of, of female artists and female bands almost kind of just falling off the radar because they don't get afforded the same opportunities is it's horrible to hear when sitting in 2021 it's but it seems like there's almost a kind of stone age type attitude in, in, in some quarters and it's, it's really really unfair um but again i'll, I'll quantify that by saying the, the work that david's doing just now and i had sylvie on three or four weeks ago and and, and they spoke in the same way and about how hard David works for them. And, and I, I think that with good people like that on board and, and on side, then I, I can see it changing and I, I very much hope it does. Yeah, it'd be good to see some sort of change and just for more female artists and also young artists to get noticed because especially from starting gigs and starting like put myself out there with my music it's been amazing to see how much younger kids girls and boys how talented some of them can be and they just kind of get pushed to the side because they're they're too young but for me it's it should just be all the same because they've got an amazing talent and they're trying to show it but they're kind of getting pushed to the side because they're not what someone else wants yeah i I think that's a really really good point i think that almost and i I don't want to say it's anything to do with almost americanized like packaged up like child superstars if you know what i mean in in terms Mm -hmm. of maybe maybe that's kind of warped people's idea of what a young talent should be but in terms of Really, if 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 you're good enough and you're talented enough, then you should absolutely be more than worthy of sharing the stage with anyone. Uh, and and I don't know how they break down these barriers. Uh, people much more intelligent than me would would maybe have better ideas, but I I can see why it'd be frustrating, really frustrating, because that's why I think it's it's been quite inspirational hearing of of your story and hearing of, of Connor's story, and I'm sure there's many more out there, Maya, that, that I feel like it's maybe a bit unfair of me just to pinpoint only two names there, but they don't get the coverage and they don't get the press that they deserve, and and that's possibly why they're not quite getting onto the radar. Yeah, like, especially for me, I, well, obviously, at the start of lockdown, I did lose all my confidence and I became much less determined than what I used to be because I used to always think if I if I want to do something then I just need to grit my teeth and do it but I kind of lost that faith in myself and I thought no I'll, I'll never be good enough because I'm too young I'm not good enough at singing and everything but really as long as you've got talent or as long as you've got faith in yourself then you can do anything absolutely 
and, and you have in terms of Scottish acts, what Scottish bands and, and artists have inspired you in your music career? Well, most recently, she's actually a member of the 23 Music Management roster. Um, it's been Becky Wallace who um, came across me when David got in contact with her and I actually starred in one of her most recent music videos for her uh, song called Focus. And she's really just an inspiration for me because some of the lyrics that she writes, it's just so pure and it's from her heart, like it's words that you know she means. Mm-hmm. And to to have that, to like listen to it's honestly breathtaking some of the music she's put out there and she's she's also just been quite an idol for me and she had a chat with me when we first met to do the filming for her video focus and she was just she was talking about the pressures of like social media and how young people feel like they need to fit in especially with me putting myself and myself out there on social media with my music it sometimes is quite a struggle with thinking what's what's people going to think about this if I post this are they going to like it and then when you don't get the reaction that you want you think is there any point in posting anything else but she had a talk to me and she just gave me some spirit that it's not always going to go well but you just need to have that sort of hope in yourself and it'll all go perfectly fine yeah and again i, th- I think that's another f- fantastic point that the social media can be a great thing but it can also be a pretty nasty place at, at times i suppose and when you're you're putting out stuff and you're kind of almost bearing your soul and and all your hard work you're putting that out there and and really it's then up to people how they respond and, and you've got no control over that you, you, you must kind of almost feel that you're hitting the button on a on a song that you've worked so hard on and then the reaction just could be could be anything I guess yeah like you need to definitely for me I've needed to go into it with a thick skin because you never know what people are going to say back to it and sometimes you will get some people that will just hate on you for no reason other than they've got nothing better to do and it's just for me I call them keyboard warriors they'll they'll say it behind a screen but they probably won't say it to your face so that's just what I've kind of kept in mind and that's how I've kind of got through it but thankfully I've not had that much hate and even if I have I've just kind of went it's not worth it if if I want to be successful, I'm going to keep trying, no matter what anyone says. That's uh, right, and that's that's such a good point. And the a lot of the, the responses when I've I've asked similar questions uh, to other people on here has normally been it's normally one word responses that even if you were going to listen to them, you couldn't exactly do very much with that feedback. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. uh, it's not it's not useful in any way. It, it's just people unfortunately are, are 
are wired up in the way that they need to or feel the need to be relevant by by saying nasty things and um, and I, I can completely see why there's conversations that were had uh, in one of the football forums I go on in, in terms of the, the suicide rate and young people and everything and you can understand why when people can be so nasty behind a keyboard as you say but if, if you're getting that it's almost kind of developing that thick skin just to to brush it aside and, and move on because these people aren't worth the time of day. Yeah, like social media especially can be a horrible place to be in, but it it does help if you use it in the right way and you don't use it just to be nothing but nasty to people. Like because it will hurt some people and it can do serious damage. That that's one of the most scariest things for me but I've just throughout the years I've just kind of learned to just do what I think's best and if if anyone wants to get in the way of it I mean that's their choice but just try and get past the hate and the negative comments there are people that you would deliberately cross the road to avoid in real life. Uh, so I'm talking a lot of mints behind a, a computer screen just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I do agree. And the fact is, you, you see it, you see some pretty horrendous things that get that get posted, and I just don't know how people can think that that's acceptable to do. Uh, but that's maybe a conversation for another day. The just as we move towards wrapping up the podcast tonight, where can those listening to this episode find your music? And have you got any upcoming shows that you would like to promote as well? Um, I've got, well, obviously I've got my single, Your Fight, that will be getting released on the 18th of June. And I've got a few festivals coming up in the summer, one of which being the EH6 Festival in Leith. I'll be playing that alongside Callum Beatty, Connor Fife and Billy Mitchell at the Biscuit Factory in Edinburgh. And you can find all my music on all digital platforms at Maya Herlihy and you can find my social medias at Maya Herlihy Music. Fantastic. Maya, this has been a really inspirational conversation. The, the things that you're achieving and the things that you're doing just now are, are absolutely fantastic. I'd like to just take the chance before you go to wish you all the very best. I'm sure you're going to have a fantastic rest of 2021. Thank and you. The, the things that you're doing are, are very, very inspiring and show maturity well above your years in, in terms of you just seem to be doing all the right things and it's great to see someone young and Scottish just doing fantastic things. Thank you. You've been listening to the Scottish Indie Podcast. We'll be back in 10 days' time. Until then, thank you and goodbye.
wanted to be by my side But now I know the real Back on the tears that I had to cry And all of those times We were all fine Yet only about twice it happened to me And looking back All I see is enough to still standing I'm happy.